With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name. Like Pepsi, that's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. What I'm talking about is when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement. You understand what I'm saying? I'm here. It's your girl, D. Scott, and today is Manic Monday, June 13, 2016, and tonight the show is called The Bar is Set High, and it's about my recent obsession with bar class, and it's almost like taking those point ballet lessons, so when you see the ballerinas stand on their toes, um, for fitness and flexibility. So it also got me thinking about why I love these classes, and I love these classes because I love younger men, and I wouldn't expect a man to have a six-pack, and I don't, and I wouldn't expect a man to not be physically in shape, and I run full marathons. So if we are to be equally yoked, shouldn't that be physical too? So it got me to thinking about that because my little youngin', you know, the one last week that we talked about, I was joking around, and I called him a pot-belly pig. He's not fat by any means. He's actually small. He's shorter stature, but um, he's very gorgeous in the face, you know, so, you know, I'm a fucking sucker for that because I'm fucking shallow. And so what ended up happening was we were having a little, you know, discussion, and so I told him he was built like a pot-belly pig. So I just meant that, like, his body could be so much more toned if he would stop eating shit. He eats like Popeyes, probably because he liked the little girl that work up there, the one near his house, but whatever, who cares? So the bottom line is you just can't be a pot-belly-ass pig and then tell me that I'm always dressing like a bum whenever I'm around you and so on and so forth. So, and, and if he was just to work out just a little bit, he would be straight. So he got upset, and I ain't talked to the motherfucker, um, for a week. So today he calls me and was like, uh, yeah, I've been in the gym all week. Ever since you called me fat, I said, I didn't call you fat. I called you a pot belly pig, you know? And the funny thing is I used to date thicker guys. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like cheeseburger from fucking fat. I mean, I, I like him big. I like a, you know, a big old man, but you know, everything in moderation. So if I am 
out here trying to keep shit tight. And it's funny because when we were in New Orleans last year for uh, Fourth of July, we met this dude, and he took a picture of me, and he posted it on his page on Instagram and was like, yo, this." he's like, this 40-year-old lady body is hard as fuck. He was like, God damn it. He's just, you know, touching my arms. He's just taking pictures, you know, on the on Bourbon Street. But that's the funny thing that everybody always says. And if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at miss.d.scott. Or you can follow the hashtag, hashtag zero, the number zero, F-U-X Nation, zero F-U-X, team zero F-U-X, all that stuff. So I went to the bar class because Last year I wanted to actually take the class, but then I know my lazy ass. I'm not going to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm just now going to sleep at 8 a.m. and so on and so forth. So basically they were having a free class for the 716 area um, down at Canal Side in Buffalo, beautiful location. I would suggest you get there early. It starts at 7 p.m. If I were you, just for parking purposes, I would get there probably at about 6 30 just to make sure that you get a good bar like a good rail because you're going to need it but you can also use like a park bench so on and so forth but you want to be closer to the instructor especially if you don't know when she says go in second position go in first position you don't know what she's talking about I do but I'm just saying so and it's kind of awkward when I mean literally we were spread out all around canal side there was easily you know probably more than 60 people there not just males not just females, and it's right across the street from that 716 Grill, which I'm uber excited to try that. So we ended up, I, I went by myself because I was like, all right, I got to get my flexibility on point, and I decided that I didn't, you know, I wanted to retire from the marathon running and competitive running just because it does a toll on your body, and you know, I always like to see young runners, but there's a reason that they lump certain runners in certain age brackets because when you get to my age, not that I'm old by any means, but the last time I ran a race, I broke like four four toes, didn't even know because you just keep continuously building up muscle and it takes you six months to train for something like that. I'm not into bodybuilding. I don't want to do the Tough Mudder. My girlfriend did that. She did the Spartan race, you know, came out like freaking banged up, barbed wire through her hair, but she's teeny tiny. I mean, she's built like like Massiarius, which formerly her name was Manco Fit. So, you know, my, my girlfriend is like that. So all my friends are pretty much healthy. We pretty much work out. We stay in shape, whether we're mothers or not. So it's like, you know, when I say that the bar is set high, it's like, you think I'm just out here eating kale and quinoa for myself? You know, yeah, I mean, primarily I'm doing it because I would like to be able to fit my clothes this summer, especially since I have a couple of Vegas trips coming up. I have work-related stuff that's going on, but also to stay healthy. So today I ate some goddamn quinoa, and that shit looked like – it looked like hair bumps almost in some sort of, like, rice mixture. It looks like fucking hair follicles. Like, my son doesn't want to eat it because he's like, Mom, it looks like white pubic hairs, like literally the color white pubic hairs like it's just but I have to eat it that and fucking lettuce I have to eat it with my low calorie homemade balsamic vinaigrette because you know I gotta eat but at the same time it's like I'm just out here doing all this and it, it for me it's not suffering it's just a way of life you know what I mean I, I could eat a whole pizza if I wanted to but if I choose not to do that then I you know I need to tighten up I got photo shoots coming we have you know a new photo shoot coming up with Darren Whistlet uh that we're getting ready to do something probably something with some body paint 
and so on and so forth. So, you know, and my birthday's coming, you know, and I always like to, you know, you don't get your summer body ready in the summer. You get your summer body ready in the winter. So, yeah, I put on some little hibernation weight. You're talking about some water weight. My face isn't as chiseled as it normally is, and that's okay because the minute that I start running outside, give me seven days and I'm back. For me, it's not about weight. For some people, like I heard this song today talking about if she 175, she not fat, she just thick, this, that, and the third. Well, I, at one point, when I was marathon training with 165 and I'm five foot six and there was no fat on my body at all. So you can't really, you know, go by the weight because what 175 looks like on somebody, I was 190 when I gave birth to my child. Now that 190 looked fucking crazy because you're talking about, I put on 50 pounds. I'm typically 140 to 150 at healthy weight. 140 is me on the thin side. That That's me like almost crackishly skinny, no muscle anywhere. Me with muscle, you know, eating properly and doing what I'm supposed to do, low-carb diet because that's what works for me, high-protein, low-carb. Um, and you have to do what's best for your body. You know, some people can get on certain diets and that shit works for them. That shit don't work for me. For me, I have to eat the bigger meals during the day, you know what I mean, like especially when you get up at noon, you know what I'm saying, and then and sometimes I really only eat one meal, which is not healthy if you're doing all that training. So I decided that I was going to stop training for the races and just still, you know, continue doing my five miles, seven miles, 10 miles, 11 miles a day, five days a week, if that's what I choose to do, especially in the summer, because I enjoy being outside and to walk past Niagara Falls is, I mean, a blessing within and of itself. You can never get tired of that. But I started, and it's funny because I remember I used to pick on the older ladies back in the day that were like power walking. You'd be like, damn, why don't you just, why don't you just run and shit? Now I know why that shock, you know, to your, your body and to your, your knees. And then you done step wrong. So I started making sure that I was doing my lunges properly and doing all that stuff, just trying to, I always try to make the, the most of my workouts because I'm fucking lazy. So when, when y'all look at my pictures and y'all be like, oh, she got abs, I don't do no goddamn crunches. I hate crunches. They are from the fucking devil. I hate them. But 90% of your abs comes from what you eat. So I have to cut out bread if I want them abs to push through, you know, as people say. So I was talking to my one youngin today, and, you know, I think he's starting to come around a little bit. You know, because I said to him, I said, listen, I'm grown, you know, and he's about uh, nine years younger than me. And I said to him, you know, we've, we've been, you know, talking and becoming friends and just had this friendship. Shit, we go on nine, ten months, something like that. But he's a good kid. And he gets upset when I say he's a good kid. And the reason I say he's a good kid is because, you know, it, what is the saying, you know, when I was a child, I played with childish things. Right, So he's still doing childish things. He's still playing with his childish toys. And I don't do community shit. You know, I, I don't do, when I say community shit, I mean community property. What's mine is mine, and that's it. So if you want to be community dick or whatever it is that you want to do, then you can continue to do that, but you just won't fuck with me in the process because I don't share. It's, it's, it's not necessary. What I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to, you know, just fuck with you or try to get, you know, some popsicle money off you and shit. I'm trying to build. I mean, you know, not build with you. Like, you can have your shit, I'll have mine, but we in the empire stages. I'm not in the stage where I need to build with anybody. I don't need to ask him for anything. We've we've been in the mall many, many times, and, and you know, I just feel like, or in that area, and I've never had to ask him to pick up a tab for my shoes or to pick up, you know what I mean? Like, I just, you know, it, it, that's not what he's there for. So, and I feel bad because I think that 
that's what his generation, like if he was with somebody in the mall, they would automatically ask, oh, are you going to get me something, whatever, whatever. And that just to me is really pathetic because it's just kind of like if he want to buy you, if a man wants to buy you something, he's going he gonna to give it to you. He's going to want you to have it. You know, so that's why if, you know, I remember a long time ago, um, someone that, you know, was very near and dear to me, he told me, he says, I don't like the way you dress. And I said, well, if you don't like the way I dress, then go buy me a new fucking wardrobe. And he did. So that's why when people say certain shit to me, I'm like, you have no idea the level of, you know, I've, I've listened. It may not have worked out, but I've dealt with some grown ass men. So for me, you know, if people need to take a minute or, you knew, you know, you need to take a minute or a week or so, that's part of dating. That's not, you know, yeah, it would be nice if a motherfucker was obsessed with you as, as much as he is in the beginning of the relationship. But for me, I'm, it's so unnecessary for me because I have 50 million fucking things going on. So it's like, and I just told another cat today, dick is free in all 50 states. Although I would love to have a free sample, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, of what you're working with. Um, this is a different cat that I've known for a while as well. He lives out of state, but he um, lives here half the year, and then the other half of the year he's down in uh, North Carolina. And um, same thing, young kid, and this one is actually younger than, than the other one, but he looks older than that, and he acts completely different he's he's more mature you know he's responsible for shit he doesn't have any children you know and it's just it's a different conversation and I don't talk to him that often either but now the 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 first one that I was talking about you know I actually care about the kid you know and it's sad because I I had a conversation with him a week ago and I think that that's what clammed him up a little bit about the fact that I said, you know, I could tell a lot about you without putting his business out there. I said, by the way that you touch me, by the way that you speak to me, and by the way that you are with me, because there is nothing about me that suggests that any of those three things that you're doing is okay. And you're doing it because that's what you've been conditioned to do. And because when you call somebody a bitch, they answer to it. I don't. You know, when you are rude to somebody, you know, they're rude back. And this is part of your uh, constant dissonance. I'm not in a place right now where I want to be arguing with somebody every day. I just want peace. You know, I want those little butterflies or wasps, as I call them, when I see you and I want to give you a hug and I want to touch you and I want to, you know, bite your face and shit like that. And that's how it was when I first started dealing with him. And then I think as he became comfortable you know, you can't keep sending the representative on dates. You know, me, even Kilter across the board, I was crazy from day one. I'm still the fucking same. Nothing fucking changed. You know, none of that. And I told him, I said, you know, um, I check in on you every now and again, you know, if I don't hear from him in a week or so. Um, that's not something that bothers me because I'm busy. So some days I don't know if today is Monday, Tuesday, Friday. I don't know what day today is. You know, I know it's Monday and I'm reminded that I have to do a show because I have set reminders. But sometimes when sleep eludes you, you lose days all the time. And so I'm not the type of chick that's going to type to a dude and be like, oh, and, you know, one thing I will give him, he does not do text very often. He's more of a, you know, he'll pick up the phone, he'll call me, and I do enjoy that. I, I enjoyed that part of him being a grown man. But I had a conversation with him today and I had to tell him, I said, you know, you are not used to people that genuinely give a fuck about you, that genuinely care about you. You know, I don't have to call you because I need something. I'm calling you because they just had a massacre in Orlando. Not that he would have been in that club, which 
definite, definite prayers go out to that. And and I like what one commentary, you know, that, that I read today, which was that, I, you know, I used to live in Florida. I lived in Tampa. So you're talking about we about an hour away from Orlando. You know, my, my old beloved, the Victor character in the book, actually lives in Orlando. He lives, you know, right out downtown Orlando. Um, and, hey, you know, not that he's gay, but, you know, that is a club. It's not a gay club. Pulse nightclub is just that. It's a nightclub. You understand what I'm saying? So that's like saying that if someone goes to a beach, it's a gay beach. That That's, no, Pulse is just that. It's a nightclub. It has different nights. They have great happy hours, you know. So my thoughts and my condolences to all those people. Y'all know y'all not going to pull me into a conversation about gun violence. However, what I will say is that, the state of Florida is very lenient. When I came back to New York, you can't buy no assault rifle at goddamn Walmart here. You can barely even find 22 caliber bullets to shoot a, a, a plain ass long rifle. 22, you can't. And in Walmart, they won't even let you buy more than three boxes at a time. You know, so you know, I definitely think with Florida, it's not that the guns kill people. People kill people. And they said this dude was on Gawker. He was on. Um, he had frequented the gay club, you know, and he was Muslim. So I don't know if it's that part of himself that he hated because he wasn't out and maybe in that culture. But it's definitely alarming that this is a particular person that was on the radar before. So this makes me sick to my stomach because 90% of the people that got killed were Hispanic. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's not that it's Hispanic or black. So you, you know what I'm saying, like a, a place where everybody should be accepted. You know, people went and got killed, just like in France, you know, and I spoke to y'all about this before. My best friend travels all over the world. That could have been her in France just sitting at a, a local bar after she got off work, you know what I'm saying, and with her coworkers and just having a drink or a glass of wine and, this, you know, the bombers come through and they start shooting people. So it's just like it makes me feel justified for being a fucking recluse and fucking if I'm going to have alcoholic beverages like the one I'm having right now. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking watermelon. We got some fresh watermelon, mixed it with the tequila, and made a nice, nice light beverage. It's almost like a watermelon margarita. Added some lemon juice to it. So my thoughts and my prayers go out to everybody. It doesn't matter what religion. Hate is never okay. Which brings me back to the gentleman that, you know, that I, that I was speaking about that I care about. So I, I like to say things to him to make him uncomfortable because I know that Love is the only thing that makes me uncomfortable. Like, I'll snap the fuck out. I'll jump out of a moving vehicle. If somebody's like, I love you, I'll be like, what? And I'll just jump out the car while it's moving. Because I, I, don't, I don't like that. Because I feel like uh, I don't, I don't want to hear that. That's not what I'm, you know, it's not that I'm not looking for that right now. It's just that it, love just utterly is just, it's, it's on my nerves. Because if you tell me that you would love me, I, I feel in my head that you would kill me. Because I know if I tell somebody that I love them, I probably would fuck you up. And that's just the truth. So I, not that I try not to fall in love. If I could, I would fall in love every day. I just can't, you know. So it was good to get the phone call from, from my youngin' today. Um, you know, that he told me, he's like, I've been in the gym all week. He's like, you call me pot belly. And I, and I think that that's sweet, that at least my opinion matters. You know what I mean? Or he was being facetious. I doubt it. But I think he really, and I think that that kind of maybe hurt his feelings, but he has to understand that when you're dealing with somebody that cares about you, if you're 
32 years old and you're eating Popeyes all the time, you're eating a bunch of fucked up food all the time and it's going directly to your stomach. He's not a big drinker, so he's not getting his calories that way. You understand what I'm saying? So me, I'll drink my calories all day. If I have to choose between a fucking sandwich and a drink, I'm going to choose a drink. I will drink my calories all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would choose both, but I'm just saying red wine, 300 calories per glass. You know, if I have to choose between eating a slice of bread and butter at the dinner table and having a glass of wine, I'm going to choose the fucking wine. I'm just not going to eat the bread. So the gentleman, I said to him today, I said, listen, you know, you have a hard time, I could tell, with people that genuinely care about you. See, because only a hoe would allow you to not talk to her for a month, weeks at a time, not check in with you, you didn't check in with her, and then just let you come back and be like, oh, hey, what's good? Nah, bruh. You know, now, unfortunately, on the other hand, I just did the same thing to a friend of mine. And the only reason that he came to mind is because I was downtown. I was Canal said I was doing this wonderful bar class. It's called uh, Bar Centric, B-A-R-R-E, Centric at Canal Side at 7 o'clock every Monday night in Canal Side. Like I said, get there about 6.30 so you can get you a good spot. Bring your yoga mat. It definitely, you could wear your yoga socks. I was barefoot. Um, parking is kind of hard, but if you go further down past the Buffalo Evening News, they have where you can park for $5, and it's for 12 hours. So, you know, next time I'm trying to bring my little homie Deja with me, and then we'll go to um, 716 The Eatery right across the street, have, you know, maybe some, some lettuce <laughs> and some, some drinks over there. But the thing that I was trying to convey to him was that, you know, I don't want you to be unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want you to be in a situation where you're stressed out because he's going through some construction issues as well. He's building his, you know, the restaurant tour. This is the one I was telling you all about. Um, and, you know, it's hard, but I'm glad that he's trying to take better care of himself because he has children, you know. And also what lets me know is I said no woman cares about you and she allows you to eat at Popeye's every single fucking day. And, yes, I said allow. You know what I mean? Like, dude, y'all y'all have read in my book, Stan Elena, Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle. When he's up, I'm up. You know what I'm saying? Cooking breakfast, packing lunches, here you go. You know, and that's not necessarily the symbol of a good woman, but it's just if I could control what goes in you, you know what I'm saying, then, then I can control maybe what's coming out. You understand what I'm saying? So whether that's your anxiety, your depression, your, you know, your whatever, you smoke weed or you drink, you know what I mean, whatever it is. So this particular gentleman, you know, he's he's hard to get a hold of because not not hold of like as far as communication wise, but just um, as far as um, trying to to be nice to him because he really doesn't want that. And I told him, I said, you you bring me to a place where you know that I'm abusive, and if you continue talking to me like that, then I'm going to have to be abusive to you, and then it turns bad, and I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Because I do care about the kid, and I don't want him to feel like I don't care about him. So all I can do is just reinforce it and say, hey, listen, I care about you. That's why I'm checking in with you, making sure you're not dead, making sure you're not in jail somewhere for, you know, something stupid or you're not beating to death on the side of a fucking road. And I don't think that he's really ever had anybody that just really genuinely was like, hey, you good? You know what I'm saying? So that's always nice to be able to see, you know, somebody start trying to let the brick wall come down. And the funny thing is I don't have a wall up. You know, people think that I'm I'm so mean and I'm so no, it's just that my bar is set high. You know, and it's not anything about being spoiled. It's not anything about that. What it's about is the fact that if I treat myself and my body 
with such pristine care, and I treat my family and I treat my friends, you know, as I want to be treated, you think I'm going to let a man come into the picture and treat me any any other way than regal? Because I wouldn't do that to him. You know, and so here's a kid that you want to treat him like the young king that he is, but you can't because he's still having, you know, peasant and community property ways. And I can't do that. And then you introduce, you know, my other homeboy who's a poet based out of Rochester. Shout out to the gift. Uh, He might be coming, you know, through with the fam because he's up in that Finger Lakes region because my birthday is next weekend now that I'm looking at it. That's why I'm like, let me hurry up and get my, uh, my flexibility on real quick so I can, you know, be flexing in my little photos and shit. So, unfortunately, you know, I, I disconnected with him, and he's a, he's a very good friend of mine. He's a he's a fellow poet. Um, he's on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and you, you guys can follow me. I'll, I'll make him my man crush probably next week so y'all can see. But he's an actor. He's won several awards. Um, he models, six-pack, I mean, all that. So he actually posted something today and was like, where are the girls at that live that know how to cook and know how to clean, and why are y'all still single? And he was like, oh, y'all psychotic, right? And I was like, yeah, probably. You know, so he might be coming through for the birthday to come sh- through, show some love. Um, I definitely can't wait to post what we're doing for the birthday extravaganza next week. There, hopefully, at this point, there's about I think eight of us that are going. You know, not all family, just you know, some friends as well. So I think it's going to be a good time. And I just, I really wanted to get reconnected with the earth. And then, yeah, because the first time my birthday presents started arriving today, I buy myself birthday presents. My son buys me birthday you know, birthday presents. And there are always things that people would never expect. Like I love books. I absolutely love books. Just like I collect clothes and shoes and shit like that, like I collect books. So any book, you know, and it's funny because I never get to read them. Like I feel like at some point in my life I'm going to have time where I don't have to do anything and I could just literally pick up a book and read it. Right now, the books that I read are what my interests are in this moment. You know, so there are things that I could pick up, read it, you know, within a day or two and then apply that to whatever it is that I'm trying to do in life. And so I'll post probably tomorrow what um new books that I got. And you know, I'm not I never get surprised. That's another thing. Nobody ever surprises me because I'm always paranoid and I'm always like, nah, this person's trying to do this, this person's trying to do that. And then when people say, well, what do you want for your birthday? I really don't have an answer because it's like if you get to a certain age and you have, you know, you don't have something that you want, then you go buy it, you know. So really, I think for my birthday, especially with last year, and, you know, my girl Kay Books did her birthday this way when we all went to Puerto Rico, is you just want your family to be happy. You want the people that are closest to you that you love to be happy and everybody to be celebrating and eating and drinking and just being free. And I think that I'm going to enjoy this next week off because it gives me a chance to put things into perspective and to keep raising the bar on myself. I haven't put out a book Oh, Jesus Christ, I think since last summer, and it's starting to weigh on me, you know, but I wasn't inspired. You know, I, I I would start something, and then I can't finish it because it would just hurt too bad for me to have to go in the direction where I was going to go with my last book. So now I have a new compilation that I'm, you know, trying to come up with. And then, of course, I also ghostwrite other people's books. And if you are in need of that, you can contact me at Miss Hope Mess 123 which is M-I-S-S-H-A-U-T-E. M-E-S-S-1-2-3 at gmail.com or you could go on my website which is www.stayinyourlane123.com and then the email form is on there um, and then it's it's basically charging literally we could take you from scratch 
all the way done. I also own the po- publishing company that it, that everything goes through. I just don't do marketing. So if you want your book to sell, you're going to have to sell it. I don't sell other people's books. So, and my son is also working on his next book. He graduates from he graduates from the sixth grade next week, so I can't wait to be able to share with you guys on my Instagram if you're not following me, at miss.d.scott, or my Twitter, at dmsst93. You know that Facebook is for close family and friends only. And so, you know, things are getting lighter. And for a long time, you know, it took me, you know, my mom's been gone now three years. And so so I have no no parents, really, other than Kendra's parents, my, my surrogates and my stepdad. And so for me, it's like I'm trying to bring things in closer to me. But as I bring things in closer to me, it's like some of them, like even with my little brother, you know, some of them want to be rigid and they don't want to come. But I'm not coming from a place of hurt. I'm coming from a place of help. So my rule right now going forward in business, relationships, whatever it is, is if you didn't come to build, you came to break. So if you came to break, I'm going to hurt you. And and I don't want to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? I, I really have a gift <laughs> for ruining people's whole shit. Like, I'll wreck your whole shit. And that, that's not even me with my temper. That's not even me with... um anything to do with um, violence. That's just who I am as a person. I'm very vindictive, and I'll get you to fuck back, and I don't want to do that. You know, I want to kind of keep moving forward in the direction that I've been going, trying to do positive things, trying to be positive things to other people so that, you know, I can try to get that karmic relationship back in the universe so like I said the bar is set high and um I'm just and I'm in a much better place than what I was you know a month ago two months ago and um I'm just thankful for that so I am going to leave you guys with it used to be um my theme song because you know, for obvious reasons. But I was trying to get Drug Dealers Anonymous, and I couldn't find it. And um, now, A, B, C, D, E, F. Oh, I can't find it. So I was trying to get everything in order. Um, but this this song right here pretty much sums up my life and I will talk to you guys tomorrow on Tell the Truth Tuesday. I'll have some more new and interesting shit to tell you. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes and I just want to let y'all know I'm your push The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip and talk the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on the off the track. I'm heavy cuz, ball to your father, shoot the duck to the Fetty Gov. Sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Benz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the dragon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. Flirting, be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Platinum on the block with consistent hits. While Pharrell keeps talking this music.
bake them cakes as fast as I can. And you can tell by how my bread stack up. Then disguise it as wraps so the feds back up. Watch it like my whip, like my chick topless. Doing a buck six with me in the cockpit. Grinding cousin, I got four dozen, even eleven five. If I see you, keep it coming in my way. That's just as heavy as my name. So much dough, I can't swear I won't change. Excuse me if my wealth got me full of myself. Cocky something that I just can't help. Especially when them 20s is spinning like windmills. And the ice 32 below minus the wind chill. Filthy the word that best defines me. I'm just grinding, man. Y'all never mind me. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.